follow the healing journey of a female full-time traveler going through a spiritual awakening. We'll talk about facing the fears of walking away from a life that no longer serves you, healing from codependency, people-pleasing, and toxic relationships, as well as the trials, tribulations, and triumphs of living life on the road. If you feel stuck in a life you don't want, this podcast is for you. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. Thank you for tuning in. Um, You will notice if you're watching on YouTube that I am outside today. Um, I am not in my RV. Wi-Fi is not quite working very well in there right now, so I decided to record outside. I'm actually at my cousin's house in um, Phoenix. You can see the sun is very bright as I am being like lit up by the sun right now, which I am totally okay with. Um, Yeah, so I I drove over to Phoenix. I'm going to be spending some time with my cousin. I have other family here in Phoenix as well. Um, so yeah, um, that is my current whereabouts. Um, and I did stop at Joshua Tree National Park on my way here because um, I passed right by it and I just had to stop. And that honestly for me um, was different. I don't normally just stop if something's in my route. I typically like to get from point A to point B, but I'm learning to slow down. I'm learning to enjoy the journey. I'm learning that the only time restraints I have, I'm putting on myself and um, that I need to enjoy the beauty that's all around me, all around me in each moment. Um, So yeah, and sorry for any background noise. Like I said, I am outside. We're pretty close to a highway, so there may be some background noise today. But what I want to talk about today is dating. Um, So dating after divorce, dating while traveling, um, dating while healing, all of those things um, definitely, um, you know, make things complicated. So I'm going to dive into that first. I'm going to go let my dog inside one moment. Okay, so let's jump in. Um, So let's start from the beginning. Um, When I left my ex-husband, I didn't date for, for a long time. I was really focused on my healing. I was also thinking there was a chance that maybe things could work out between us. If we both focused on our healing for a little while, maybe we could come back together and be a healthier relationship. Um, that didn't prove to be what I, what I thought would occur. Um, so I did make the decision to move forward with divorce. Um, but I didn't date anyone until after I made that decision. Um, so it was about a year before I met anyone that I was interested in dating, in, you know, forming some kind of a romantic relationship. Um, But when it did happen, um, you know, of course I was scared because I don't want to get stuck in another relationship that, that I shouldn't be in. You know, my fear, and still to this day, my fear is that I'm going to end up in this long relationship and then it's going to take me years and years and years to find out that this isn't where I want to be because that's what happened in my past relationships. So there's still that fear, but I have to have faith and trust that I have grown and evolved and learned that I'll know when to walk away. And that is kind of what I've been learning. So, you know, when I first dove into the first person I started talking to, um, you know, it, it kind of took some time. And of course there's the whole complexity of that I'm traveling. So I met this person, the very first one in person, but then we separated. We went our own ways because I have plans. I'm, you know, I'm planning to continue traveling around the country. Um, So we ended up building our relationship mainly over the phone, um, over text message, you know, over FaceTime. 
Um, and it, you know, that's really beautiful. That's a great way to form a relationship and a great way to really get to know someone. However, getting together in person is the best way. So dating in person is, you know, really where you get to know someone on an, on a whole nother level. So, um, after speaking, you know, there's been three different times now where I've kind of built a relationship mainly over the phone and then, um, you know, come to, to spend time with them in person and things are, are different and they're not what I expected. And, um, you know, I see things that I don't necessarily want in a partner. Um, and that's huge. You know, the fact that I can see that there's things that I want and don't want instead of just saying, well, I can deal with that. I can make that work. That's going to be fine. Because guess what? I can deal with anything. I can deal with the worst of the worst and still be okay because I have my own, you know, I, I, I'm, I can take care of myself. I'll be fine. But I, that's not what I want in a partner. I want someone who adds to my life, who, you know, I look forward to seeing every single day and that I, you know, admire the things that they do with their time. All of that's really important to me. So what I found out through dating is that I can set boundaries. I can have my wants and needs met. Um, and if they're not, I can walk away. So that's been really powerful because I've, I've learned some of the things. Like, for example, um, coming from a relationship where my partner was a heavy drinker, I know that that's not something that I want in a partner. Um, is drinking okay? Sure. I mean, you can yeah, have alcohol in your life, but I, it's important to me how you utilize it. So if you're, you know, utilizing alcohol every single day, and if it's the way that if you turn to it when you're feeling really emotional or when you're having a rough time, um, that scares me because alcohol is not a way to deal with your problems. It's a way to cover them up and then have to deal with them later. And typically it makes things worse. So if that's your coping mechanism is to drink, then, you know, that that's a problem. You need to have other ways of dealing with your issues. Like, you know, I, I do you go to therapy? Do you um, do inner work? Do you meditate? All of the things that I have found that help me work through issues, um, you know, not alcohol. Um, and what I've found in a couple of instances is that I talk to someone over the phone and then when I'm with them in person, their level of drinking is, is higher than I realized when I'm in their everyday life. And that's another thing that's a little interesting about the way that I, the way that traveling kind of has formed my dating life. Because when I do make that decision, okay, I've talked to this person for a few weeks now. I really like him. I'm going to go see him. Um, normally, it has been anyway, me traveling to their home. And again, being kind of in their life. Like, because my RV is parked outside, but I'm not going to stay in my RV necessarily. I want to be in the house with you. So, um, you know, you really get a good look at how they live and how they deal with their problems and what their day-to-day -day life is like. So it's kind of a crash course. It's not this like tiptoeing into it, like put on your perfect face and go on a date and let's like show the absolute best of ourselves. It's real deal. This is your life. This Let's be real about it. And it, am I okay with this or am I not? Is this the life that I want or is it not? Um, and I really, like I said, kind of find that out up front. So the complexities of traveling definitely change dating. But I think in kind of there can be positives of it that right away when I come to your home, we're going to figure this out pretty quick. And that's how what I've found. And what I've found is that I can... I see things that I don't like. 
I'm able to voice them. I'm able to say, hey, this this isn't really driving with me or I don't like how this, you know, whatever it is. And their reaction to that tells me a lot. You know, are they going to say, well, you know, let's talk this out. This is why I act that way. Or, you know, I'm willing to take responsibility for that. I really want to work on it. Um, whatever it may be, how are you going to react to me telling you that something is, is, is kind of upsetting me? Um, and if that reaction, if, you know, if there's no emotional intelligence, emotional maturity, then that's a big red flag for me. If the drinking is at a, a very high level, um, that's a red flag for me. Um, there's, you know, a couple of other things that I've, I've just found. And honestly, one thing that's new in my world, but it's important to me and another is what are your views on spirituality on how do you view the world? You know, what is your mindset? Are you working on your mindset? Um, are you, you know, in your ego mind or are you in your heart space? Um, these are things that are now really important to me. And, um, and, you know, it's interesting because they weren't that way in my past. These are all kind of new things that I look for in a partner, but important. So I know what things I'm looking for. I know things that I don't want and I'm able to set boundaries. And then when that boundary is, you know, communicated and then crossed, then I, I walk away and I have proved to myself that I can walk away. I can choose myself. I can choose and say, you know, my healing is where I need to focus right now. This is not the person that I want to spend my life with and I'm ready to walk away. And for me to do that is actually really, really big because in the past, like I said, I didn't. I stuck and I made it work with relationships that weren't necessarily right for me. Um, so again, super proud of myself for kind of coming to that realization. And I've really found that in my time alone is when I find my deepest healing. I find my deepest kind of realizations. I'm able to really focus on myself and all the things that I've talked about in previous episodes I've been able to introduce into my life that help me to remain centered and remain in my heart space um, and put me in a better position to really find the partner that I'm meant to be with. Um, so that alone time is so important. And I, in most of my life, have gone from relationship to relationship to relationship. So having all of this time that I've had to myself has been so, so huge. So, so huge. It's just I, I've learned so much about myself and what I want in a partner has evolved. So, you know, I'm not going to kind of stick with just saying this is my person and I'm going to change myself to make sure that we work. That's not how I work anymore. I'm going to keep evolving and growing. And I hope that the partner that I find will continue to do the same and that we will support each other in that growth for the rest of our lives. So, you know, that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for that true forever, let's grow together kind of love. And I know I'll find it. And more importantly, I know that I will be completely okay on my own. I don't need to, you know, desperately look for a partner, desperately look for someone to fill that hole because I'm making sure there are no holes. I'm, I'm filling them in with all the things that I love and I want in my life. Um, and I've just learned a lot. I've learned a lot through dating on the road and um, specifically dating after divorce because there are a lot of wounds. You know, there's a lot of things that I've realized I have to heal in myself. 
And I learned so much from my marriage um, and I'm continuing to learn. But when those things, you know, those old wounds get brought up, it's it's tough. It is still tough to, to get through. But again, those are the learning moments. That's when I sit with myself. When something comes up and triggers me, I sit with that and I ask myself, why? Why is that bothering me so much? And it's because I have old wounds, you know, that are still being healed. Yeah. So, you know, I'll keep this short. But lastly, what I want to say is that I've really seen the change in myself, the growth in myself from when I first started dating after my divorce to now. Um, And I really appreciate that I'm putting the work in on myself so that I can be a a healthier human being who can have healthier relationships. Um, So, you know, like I always recommend if you're struggling to kind of have those healthy relationships, I, I encourage spending time by yourself taking some time alone to really do that inner work and figure out what is important to you. Um, And don't rush in or don't be desperate to find a partner because when you are in the right mindset, when you've focused on yourself and done the work on yourself, the right person will find you. And I I believe that that's going to happen for me. Um, And like a perfect example kind of of my growth is earlier this year, I um, remember talking to someone And feeling like he was too good for me. You know, he just was so intelligent and so traveled and so um, mechanically inclined and just had so many talents and and so much intelligence. And I even said to one of my friends that I just feel like, you know, I'm not good enough for him. And now looking back at that, it's so funny to me because I would never say that about anyone doesn't matter who it is. No one's too good for me. Or I'm, you know, I would never say I'm not good enough. Um, it's just, are we meant for each other at the end of the day is what it comes down to. Cause I am me, you know, I have lots of amazing qualities. Um, and there's going to be someone who's meant for me and that I'm meant for them when the time is right. Um, it's just, it's funny that I would even say those words cause I would never say that today. Um, And yeah, I have not, um, if you follow my um, social media, my channel, my blog, um, I have not really talked about my dating life um, because it just hasn't gotten to the point where I felt like um, someone was going to be a part of my life um, for a long time to the point where I felt like I should bring them into, you know, everything, including telling the world about our relationship. Um, there may come a day where, where I do that. Um, but we will see, but I, um, you know, there probably won't be much talk about my dating life after this episode, um, unless something, you know, really, really shifts. Um, but for now, that's it. I've learned a lot of lessons. I've learned how to set my boundaries. I've learned how to walk away. I've learned how to honor myself. And um, dating has taught me all of that, opening myself up to potential love after divorce. Um, it's It's been a journey, but I'm, I'm ready for it. Um, and I'm going to continue down this path, whatever comes my way. I won't be searching for it. You won't see me on dating apps um, unless, you know, something crazy happens down the line and I decide to change my mind. But as of today, um, I'm at the point where I'm just going to continue living my life and allow it to unfold naturally. And whoever's meant to be in my life will, will come into my life when the time is right. 
So yeah, if you have any questions or, you know, if you're trying to navigate this world of dating um, while traveling or dating after divorce or dating while going through a spiritual awakening and healing, um, you know, feel free to reach out, leave a comment. Um, and please, as always, like and share this video with anyone that you think would find it interesting or you think anyone could benefit from following my journey. Um, and I thank you all again for, for always being here for your support and your love. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to follow my journey on other platforms, please follow Empowerment and Sunshine on Instagram and Facebook and find my blog and Etsy shop at empowermentandsunshine.com. If you're watching this on YouTube, see the links in the description. Sending you so much love and always remember to keep shining.